Good morning, New Hope. We are glad that you're here. And uh, man, it might be raining outside, but the sun is shining. Amen. The, the Lord Jesus Christ uh, makes today wonderful, doesn't it? And we're glad that you're here today, glad that you've chosen to be in the house of the Lord today, whether physically or online. Either way, if you're a visitor with us today, we'd love for you to text the number seven, text the word welcome to 704-459-5575. That's in your bulletin, at the top of your bulletin. And also, if you're online today, you can also download today's bulletin with the information and, and uh, information about the church and, and things that will be happening today and, and this week. As far as announcements this morning, uh, outside at the kids' area, on, in the kids' section out here, are the um, March kids' packs, take-home packs, Okay. And the focus this month is Lent as we begin to move in towards Easter. Um, the, the whole children's focus on that packet is the season of Lent. So pick that up, uh, use it with your kids, your family, and uh, begin to move our hearts into the idea of Easter. And amen. That's why we're here today, isn't it? Because our Savior has risen from the dead. Praise the Lord for that. There is indeed a lot going on in our world today. We're going to spend a time of focused prayer for the world events and, and the things going on in, in Ukraine. Um, but as we prepare our hearts for worship this morning, uh, let's turn our focal, all of our attention to the Lord. Not letting the things of the world distract us or hindrous but that we can come before the lord and worship him today yeah. proverbs 34 says for the lord detests the perverse but takes the upright into his confidence the lord's curse is on the house of the wicked but the blessings but the but he blesses the home of the righteous he mocks the proud uh, he mocks proud mockers but shows favor to the humble and oppressed the wise inherit honor but fools get only shame. In Psalm 138, he writes, Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. The Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works. Of your hands. And Psalm 99 says, The Lord reigns. Let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherub. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name, for he is holy. Let's pray together. Father God, we do praise your holy name today God because your love endures forever because your goodness endures forever because you are good yeah. and father you reign above the nations you know exactly what's going on in our world today you know exactly what's going on in our hearts today Lord and so father we ask that you would give us peace in all circumstances this morning so that we can come humbly before your throne, worshiping our risen Lord and Savior, because you and you alone are worthy of our praise. God, we worship you today. Hear our hearts 
as we offer them in worship to you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Indeed, God is good. Amen. Amen. And all the time, God is good. Amen. His mercy never fails. He's always faithful. Amen. Praise God today. Do you sing of the goodness of God? Do you sing? Do you you have that overcoming sense of goodness in your heart? That God is good. Do you know that we indeed have a song in our heart? Um, but the song in our heart celebrates what we are or what we consider to be worthy of celebrating. Amen. And so we've all, by the Lord Jesus Christ, had the song put in our heart. I'm going to ask Burles, if he will, to come on up. Burles had a song on his heart. heart. And uh, I found it quite unique how God works, you know. Today is about music matters, okay? 
and about having that song in our heart. And lo and behold, Burles walks in and says, man, can I sing a song today? This this song's been on my heart all week. So Burles, take it and share it with us this morning. Amen. And the sun's coming up in the morning. Every tear will be gone from my eyes. This old clay gonna give way to glory. And like an eagle, I'll take to the sky. Once again, I face Satan this morning, and I battle him all the day long. But in my weakness, God sent reinforcements. And it's sundown, I sang victory song. And the sun coming up in the morning, every tear will be gone from my eyes. This old clay gonna give way to glory. And like an eagle, I'll take to the sky. In a world filled with doubts and confusion, It's so hard when you don't understand. Oh, but I'll stand on a solid foundation. And I'll hold to an unchanging hand. And the sun... Coming up in the morning, every tear will be gone from my eyes. This old clay gonna give way to glory, and like an eagle. I'll take to the sky, and like an eagle, I'll take to the sky. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You know, the when times get dark and times get tough, got to remember that the sun's going to come up in the morning. I, I, I tell people quite often, though it's storming outside, 
Though it's dark at night, the sun will be up in the morning. Amen. And praise God for that. In Psalm 40, verse 3, the psalmist writes, He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. You see, since from the beginning of time, there's been music. Uh, it, it's a gift from God, isn't it? How many times do you find yourself uh, humming a tune or, or singing a song, just walking down the road, anywhere? Um, but songs matter. Music matters to us. It, it's a way that it ministers to us, especially when we come into worship. But why is that? Well, music matters because it's, it's used in worship to draw us into the presence of God. Okay, that's, that's why we spend the first period of time in our worship service preparing our hearts to come into the presence of God. It can be used as a time of, of worship or, or encouragement. It can be uh, the songs and their lyrics, the message in the songs can, can teach people. Um, it can encourage people. It exalts the Lord. It, it comforts us and brings us peace. How many times are we, are we distraught and, and unsettled and we turn, we turn the radio on or our phone on or just to, just to listen to God's Word through music? Because it brings that sense of peace sometimes like, like nothing else can. And so it, it heightens our emotions so that we can come into the presence of God. And then corporately, when we come together, it brings us together, doesn't it? And in, in, in unity uh, together. But music is something we often take for granted. We come on Sunday mornings, we sing us uh, several songs, we listen to a sermon, we pray and we go home. But there's hours upon hours put into a Sunday morning service. And the songs that we that we sing on Sunday mornings aren't just randomly chosen or picked. Uh, Mo and I will talk for the week of and sometimes several weeks before, talk about the main topic or the, uh, the, the point, the message of, of that day's sermon. And so she begins looking through the, the song library and through hymnals to, to find the right music, to find the right hymn or the right song that, that undergirds the message that we're trying to convey today or, or for that day. She then goes and prints out the, the music for the pianist and the vocalist and the, the guitarist and all of that. She sends them to Derek and John and they put the, the music on, on the screens and the backgrounds and, and so they spend several hours doing that, putting the announcements and all, making what you see uh, there on, on video. The praise band stays after on Wednesday night. Um, uh, after everybody's gone and, and spends time preparing for today, preparing for Sunday morning. They come Sunday morning, they get here before anybody else shows up, and they're here practicing again, making sure that it's right for the day. Now, sometimes they practice songs for several weeks just to make sure that it's right, that it sounds right, that it's good, that it fits the message for the day, and that most of all, that it honors God. All that's done in order to draw us closer to the Lord, to, to support the message of the day. And you just thought we randomly chose some songs to sing for the day. Don't Our series today, the series 316, takes us to Colossians, Colossians chapter 3. And we're going to hear that in context, and we're going to take 
We're going to take that verse 16 out, Colossians 3, 16 out, and, and look at that for a moment. But turn, if you will, to Colossians chapter 3, uh, verses 15 through 17, and, and here it is in, in context. It says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Going back to verse 16, it says, Let the message of Christ dwell among you. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another. With what? With all wisdom through psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. So let me ask you this morning, let's back up a few minutes. The songs that we were singing a moment ago, were we singing them with gratitude in our heart, that we were bringing a, a sacrifice of praise, that we sing the wondrous love of Jesus? To God be the glory. Are we singing those with joy in our hearts, with gratitude in our hearts? Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20 says, Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, our music, when we sing it, it, it has so many variables, but it, it teaches us about God. For example, there's power in the blood. Amazing grace, goodness of God, how great is our God. One of the first songs you probably learned growing up as a child, if you were brought up in church, one of the first songs you ever learned was probably, Jesus Loves Me. Would you agree? And what better teaching can you gain from music than that God loves you? Amen? Of course, over the last... 30 or 40 years, there's been worship wars in the church. The battle over new songs or, or old songs, songs book over projectors, leaders over group leaders. Uh, are, are all the songs to be sung by the congregation or is it okay for a solo to sing or a group to sing? All of those have been going on. Most of the older songs, uh, their lyrics are directed uh, singing to God where most of the newer songs, uh, I'm sorry, the older songs are sing about God. The newer songs sing to God. <clears throat> but there's no right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. It all boils down basically to our, our preference. And so that's why we, we attempt to do a well-blended variety of music every week. But most people prefer what they know, don't they? And... and and what they're used to. But remember that music is, has always been new to somebody. 
Amazing Grace. Man, that was a contemporary hit of the day at one point. I wonder if people then had question about that song. I don't know. But when we look at music for worship, we, we need to go in and, and look at it for its content, for its doctrine, for, for the effectiveness that it has in worship. I found it interesting that the first hymnal was not published until 1501. And so songs have been long made and sung way before that. In fact, uh, in, in the Bible, songs go back to the early Old Testament of Exodus. Of course, I know they were singing songs way before then. I can't help but believe that even Adam and Eve came up with songs about God, right? Exodus 15. The first 21 verses of that, of that chapter uh, sings about Israel uh, or the Israelites singing after the Lord had, had led them to safety after their escape. Uh, they're going through the Red Sea. And just kind of how it leads off in Exodus 15, it says, Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for He is highly exalted. Both horse and driver He has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise Him, my Father's God, and I will exalt Him. That was early on in the, in the Old Testament. We, we flip over to the, to the New Testament, and we see uh, numerous songs throughout there. But, but what about Paul and Silas? When they were in, in, in a terrible situation, they were... They were in prison, locked in, in stocks and, and bound. What did they do? They sang and they prayed. In Acts 24, verse 22 through 26, it says, The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. And the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet to the stocks. Oh, but about midnight, it says, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Now, I don't think it could get a whole lot worse for Paul there, could he? He had been beaten and flogged, thrown in a prison, chained to the wall, and he's praising God. He's singing and praying to God. In those difficult times. It says about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. How many times have you gone into a store? Uh, certainly Hobby Lobby but, but in fact I heard it on, in Walmart the other day a Christian song being played through the Walmart speakers. I about passed out there on the floor. Of course, Hobby Lobby has, them, has it playing all the time. But, but think of just those, that subtle music may be ministering to somebody in that time, in that moment. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were, were listening to them. And suddenly there was such a violent earthquake <clears throat> that the foundations of the prison were shaken 
And at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Folks, words put to music can be in a can have an extreme consequence, can it? You can find a powerful combination when you put those music and words together. It has a great way to minister to people. It has a great way to speak to hearts. And it has to even change lives. Music matters. How many of you remember the old TV show, Name That Tune? Come on, oldies, you got to raise your hand. I know you remember those. You young, you young, young folks don't have a clue what I'm talking about. But there was a TV show came on, and, and there would be two or three, four contestants, and, and, and they would say, they would give a few hints, and the, the leader of the show would say, How many, can you name that tune? And the contestant would say, I can name that tune in five notes. Another guy would say, well, I can name it in four notes. Well, I can name it in one note. Now, I never could. There was something fishy going on there. <laughs> so let's play a game this morning. Name that song in four or five words. Okay? Here we go. On a hill far away. Oh, rugged cross. God sent His Son because He lives. Oh, Lord my God, how great Thou art. See, it's not that hard, is it? But we've heard those songs and, and they've become a part of who we are. We, we, we know those songs and we They've become so much a part of us that just from a few words, we know the song. Indeed, Anne could probably play a couple notes on on some of those songs. And yes, you probably could pick out, maybe on four or five notes, what, what they were. But we sing during worship to get us in the right frame of mind and, and ready our hearts. <clears throat> Retailers understand this. They've been playing this game for for some time, and, and, and that's why they have music playing in the grocery store, in Walmart, and, and wherever you go, there's that background music playing. And it's not just because they want to fill the, mu- the, the, the air with space or the air with something. It's, there is an intention there, a proven intention on what they do. And in fact, when you go in and you hear the slower music being played, it keys the shoppers down and so they begin to walk slower and they mosey through the store. They pick up more merchandise as they take their time to look and to to see what they want. When classical music is played, people spend more money. So I guess you don't need to go in when it's playing slow classical music, do you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, 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 or maybe the fast-paced music is played during a high-volume time, maybe rush hour, 6 o'clock in the evening, when they want to try to move customers through the line. People are picking up stuff, and they want to move them on through, so they play the, the fast-paced music. And so our singing and worship opens our heart to the Word of God and the message of God, and it helps us set the mood for worship. 
singing allows us to, to express our hearts to the Lord. Faith or love, confession or, or thanksgiving, our needs or adoration. For example, our songs this morning. We bring a sacrifice of praise. We bring a sacrifice of praise. Were we singing that honestly, earnestly from our hearts this morning? To God be the glory. In all things, to God be the glory. I sing praises to the Lord. Are we singing those out of a heartfelt desire to, to sing that to the Lord or just because the words were on the screen? Singing teaches and, and, and encourages. <clears throat> we can sing about what God has done in our life, about what God has done in the world, what He's going to do, what He will do. We can sing about what God expects from us. We can sing about God's warning to us. We can sing about what our beliefs are. We can sing about His salvation, and, and they can have an, an evangelistic uh, call in, in the song. But regardless of of what it is we're singing or how we're singing, we need to sing the lyrics from our hearts. Not just to read them and recite them off of the, the monitors or the, the sheet music or the hymn books or whatever, but, but really singing them from our hearts. I mean, many songs we know by heart. We, we illustrated that just a minute ago. And so because we know them, because we're comfortable with them, it's easy for us to go through the motions, playing uh, worship and not paying attention to really the words that we're saying, basically reciting the lyrics. Amen. But if those lyrics come from our hearts, it moves us from focusing our attention on ourselves to focusing our attention on the Lord. Our singing to the Lord is, is pointless if it has no point. If our hearts and minds are not engaged. Our singing is pointless if our hearts and our minds are not gauged, engaged. Again, singing can be, can be done anywhere, anytime. We sing in the car, we sing working and, and playing, we sing at, at home in the stores. We sing in times of joy, don't we? we? We sing in times of distress. We sing in times of, of when we're uncomfortable. We sing in times of sorrow. So we can sing in any time, anywhere, any place. And we do that trying to uh, connect with God. Amen. We spent a few moments in, in prayer a moment ago praying for the people of Ukraine and the people of Ukraine have, have been found singing to be a source of peace for them a piece of, of comfort and, and reassurance even when their city and their country is, is under siege I pulled a couple of clips off about two minutes worth of some Ukrainian Christians as they Sing together in the other underground subway and, and in their homes. They're, they're singing songs of worship, praying to God, their Savior. 
in the times of great distress and great anxiety. They find comfort in the songs to God. Don't know what the first song is. The second song is He Will Hold Me Fast. In times of uncertainty, in times of distress, we can turn to the Word of God, the songs of God, and be comforted. Singing is a gift of God for, for our good and for His glory. So let's worship Him in, in song with all of our hearts, all of our minds, everything, and, and worship Him in a way that, that's pleasing to Him. Lest the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Folks, music really does matter. It plays a vital role in our, in our lives. And so let's sing with joy and belief our, our hymn of invitation, the, the song Redeemed. Let's sing like we really do love to proclaim His love to the world. Amen. Have you been redeemed? Let me ask you this morning, have you given your life to Christ? Have you received His grace and His forgiveness? Again, we live in, in uncertain times, but we can have the certainty of eternal life with Christ. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, God's Word says you will be saved. And when in those times of distress, in those times when, when comfort is gone, when comfort is fleeting, in times of sorrow, in times of joy, we can sing praises to the God, to, to our God. And He will bring comfort. Folks, let's not take for granted the freedom that we have to meet and to worship, to pray and, and sing together. Our, our hymn of invitation, Redeemed, how I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child, and forever I am. Can you say that today, that you are indeed a child of God? That you will forever be in the Lord's hands. Maybe you need that reassurance today. Maybe you need to know today for sure that you will spend eternity in heaven with the Lord. Psalm 95.1 says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. However the Lord has spoken to you today, 
if we need to get back on track or if we need to get on the track, would you respond to the Lord? Would you sing this song with conviction, with love and hope and joy from your heart? Not just reading the words, but singing it to our risen Lord and Savior. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, let us sing with glad hearts the song in our, in our hearts today. Let us sing with joy of how we love to proclaim your grace and your goodness, for we are your children. God, hear our hearts as we offer up our sacrifice of praise to you this morning. We thank you, Lord, for the redemption that came our way. And God, may we never be bashful for proclaiming our love for you. For we are your child forever and ever. Amen.